Too Many Comics, episode 172. Uh, we got back off off schedule there, uh, but I think that's because we have been just, you know, we waited so long in anticipation for the Avengers 4 trailer, and when we finally got it, uh, we were gasping for air uh, for a couple weeks. I was in a stupor. Good take. <laughs> Good not take. In fact, okay, so I happened to be on vacation, uh, DC, and it dropped, and two, a handful of us were like, holy shit, bring this up. One guy who's taking the high road of, I don't want to see any anything about this movie until it drops, was doing the whole, like, finger in the ear, la, 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 To which I say, get the fuck out of the house. All yeah, right? don't this do stupid stuff. This, this needs to be seen by the purists, not by the hanger honors. So, thoughts on this? On that scenario in general, or the trailer itself? Yeah, like, give me, give me all you got. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're just gonna make weird noises and be a baby about it, just just step outside for like three minutes. It'll be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, as the, for the trailer itself, uh, you know, listen, I'm super excited for the movie, even without this trailer. Uh, seeing it just, uh, you know, makes me think even more about wanting to watch just Infinity War again to to get even more psyched for it. Um, I, I kind of was put off by the haters who were who were like, oh, you don't see anything in this trailer. You, there's no plot, blah, blah, blah. Well, the plot is Thanos snapped away half the existence and they got to figure out how to beat him. Plot. That's, there you go. That's what <laughs> like, well, these people wanted. And they're, they're clearly not going to throw you any Captain Marvel goodies before her actual movie comes out. So I, mean, I don't know what these people were expecting. I mean, I bet you that none of those people are going to see the movie, I bet, because of this. They're not going to see it. Weirdos. Uh, weirdos. Also, that was being sarcastic. Just shut up. It's going to yeah. be great. Just we must. It. A little it. teaser. It's fine. That's right. And we're going to get more. I mean, this movie comes out this summer, for crying out loud. Well, that being said, they've pushed just like the first Infinity, the last Avengers, Infinity War. They were originally scheduled for May 3rd, 2019. They have pushed it up uh, just the same. Um, so it's now April 26th. So wait, wait, when is Captain Marvel again happening? It's March, March 3rd third something like that i mean first of all that is a wonderful wonderful payoff you go see that what's gonna happen boom 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 here we are again i like that there's gonna be heavy emphasis on the captain marvel um end credit scene you gotta think right i mean my only thing is because marvel is so smart about how they market their stuff and plan all this out if this whole captain marvel build-up is a complete misdirect i just thought of that right now Mm -hmm. i mean that's possible I just got to think that the Captain Marvel end credit scene has got to be her getting the page from Fury. Oh, it's from, from like her direction? Yeah. That, that is, that is, if I had to guess, that would be my guess. I don't think that that type of scene is going to be in uh, Endgame. I think that's a teaser, teaser trailer thing. That's an end credit scene, her side of getting that and whatever she was experiencing at the time. Okay. Ooh, that, you know what though? I, I don't think you're wrong. Um, I, I have no alternative theory there. That sounds pretty good. Either way, I can't wait. Yeah, same these dude. I cannot wait to see this unfold. It's criminal. I know. God. God. <laughs> that just, there's just so much. And the, and the theories that have been coming out of this, uh, I saw an article, I want to say today even, perhaps on the toilet with my phone, that <laughs> <laughs> they, they released, they're, they're releasing toys now, and w- there's, a, there's a toy pairing of Rocket Raccoon and Thor, which... Why not? And the description of it is that they have like, you know, uh, Thor has a new axe and, and whatever and what have you to battle even greater foes in the in the in the comings and goings. So, it, so, so it's like, whoa, 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 is there a new threat even more powerful than Thanos coming in this movie? Oh, my is God. I know. Who I could think it it's, be now? I, I think it's cholesterol. 
<laughs> I mean, and, and Trip, well, they actually they uh, they actually laid out a couple options here, and they they are as far flung as Doctor Doom, which would be pretty sick. Galactus also sick because because the whole movie sharing thing to like Lady Death to scroll people who we're gonna meet in Captain Marvel. There's there's so many there's so many choices here. Kane the Conqueror, any of these alts, any of them. A lot of stuff happening. I that's why my money flying out the window. Well, we'll be there. Hopefully in person together, I believe is the plan if we can make it happen. We will. It's on me to do it. So, yes, I'll be home for that. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, another piece of follow-up of a movie that we've discussed quite a few times, that being Venom. So the screenwriter has confirmed a sequel is happening, which shouldn't be a surprise with all the money it's made overseas and, and how well it's done financially. Um, I less want to talk about that and more want to say that, you know, we've discussed that you're going to be home over the holidays for a couple of weeks. We will for sure do at least one show. I think we want to kick around doing an, a couple live shows. Yeah. Um, perhaps like an, an end of the year follow-up. Um, I've kept a list of all the debuts we've we've read in 2018 so we could do a little something around that and uh, i'm gonna throw this out there i did notice that the blu-ray of venom comes out december 18th shall we do a viewing and then maybe a quick little quick little podcast about our thoughts on said venom movie that will hit well yeah you buy offline (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's do it i mean i but we have to really commit to this and i need you to make up the guest all right well it's ready to go (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I, I'm curious about it, but I, I feel like with movies like this uh, that have been so hotly contested, you know, make it our make their way to us. Things like obviously uh, Suicide Squad, where it's like, yep, the critics were right. Which, by the way, I actually read a, I read a headline today, but not the article because I'm you know I'm I'm trending like the millennials. Where Todd McFarlane, who invented Venom, attributes the negative reviews to aging critics. That's what he said. Which is that's a, that's a straight up hate mic drop thing to say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. Okay. Well, anyway, so the we will is, see if he is is correct. Well, I mean, we, I mean, our mutual friend had you know confusing things to say about it, but so yes, let's do this. All right, sounds good. I would like you to come up with a, a good holiday drink, though, something with like cinnamon. I can do that. Okay, good. All right. So we've you know, we've talked recently about the end of Mr. Miracle. Um, it should come as as no surprise that you know Marvel and most notably Deadpool is getting in on the act of throwing some humor, some shade uh, that way towards Tom King and the way he lays out some books. So there's a Spider-Man Deadpool comic uh, that we get a, a nine panel layout. A Deadpool is Spider-Man not knowing what's going on. Deadpool talking about how he wants to get some awards for his book. We yada yada yada. Um, is this a cool little shout out from the writers of this book or, or is this uh, should we poo poo on doing this sort of thing? I mean, that's Deadpool's whole thing. It's just being like sort of meta comic commentator type thing. I mean, he's so funny. He's hilarious. <laughs> like, he's like Nick Cannon. Uh, I mean, I think the fact that they have at least chosen to show to show and my, my accents go over the place that they have shown a light on a book that good. We just been like, you know what? By even bringing this up in the same like you know, panel style with that whole thing is uh, clever enough for me to be like, I'm not going to read this Deadpool book, but I I I, I dip my cap to you, sir. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice little kudos, I'm sure. Uh, while Deadpool is is on the topic, I will say I've got um, probably a, a big time week of some movie going. So I don't know if you if you went to see uh, Into Spider Verse that came out last week. No, uh, did you? Yeah, did very you? good. Yes. Ah, dang it! It's a lot of fun. Very good. Um, I would happily see it again if you even wanted to to do that while you're here. Um, uh, maybe I did. I say we do a little happy hour because in Jacksonville, Florida, that is like a dollar fifty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay. 
And Friday, when I, I'm going home for a quick trip, Friday to Sunday, when I get there Friday, I'm going with my brother and niece to see the, what, what they, whatever they did with, with Deadpool 2, they made it like PG friendly. Yeah, like yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So going to see that, I've not seen Deadpool 2, you know, whatever on me for not seeing like the super violent one, but you know, not a Deadpool fan, so I don't care. Someday I'll see it on a whatever sort of streaming service. So I will see that. And then, you know, I don't think I'll see Aquaman the day it comes out, but I imagine some friends down here will, will want to go see it at some point. So who? I don't know. I'm just, you know, the guys I normally see the other stuff with nowadays. You have other friends. True. I don't care for that. <laughs> you better table those buddies. So that is to say, while there's a whole lot of Marvel stuff going on, um, you know, March, April, uh, you know, this month they're squeezing a lot of uh, a lot of stuff into theaters as well. So good and yay, yay for us nerds. <laughs> yay for the nerds. Okay, so let's just let's, we have lots to cover here. Let's All just right, jump into and books. Okay, here we go. All right, so first review, Martian Manhunter number one of 12. This is obviously out of DC Comics. Um, let's do a, a quick review here. So I... I know very little about Martian Manhunter, so I was intrigued of if I was going to be able to, to get through this and be turned on to the series, much like I was in Mr. Miracle or, or some other, um, or like, it's just Tom King books, but like Heroes in Crisis is done with some of those characters. Um, I kind of was into the parts where it's like actual real life world and he's a cop. And then when it started telling the stories of, of Mars and, um, you know, what the goings on of his coming to be, um, I just wasn't into that, that, those characters and, and what was happening like I felt kind of lost and, and maybe that's on me um, and as much as I like Riley Rossimo I wasn't really like digging the Mars art though though everything else was hitting home to me so I, I think I left the book feeling like a little confused out of place um, not really engaged with the uh, the character of Martian Manhunter alright so I know not that much either but I, I like the concept but I also was confused like he's on Earth but he's like looking like a human yeah and he's on, and he's on the he's on like the, the case of something and then we flash back and a lot, a lot of flashing flashing forward sideways backwards this and that um but I, I i respect what they were trying to do so this is sitting at an 8.4 critic 7.4 user we're probably in the user rating category mm-hmm. but i but i i i i don't i'm not sure if i'm willing to like let it go yet because I, I mean I, I i thought the art was cool and i thought that I, there left there was so much left on the table that i that i want to know what they're going to do with this i feel it was kind of dark a little bit too yeah anything so I, w- I, mean, I wish there was a quick recap page at the beginning. Even if it was just like one little short paragraph that was like such and such, you know, was born on Mars and blah, blah, blah. Just be like a nice little intro and then just go into whatever the story is. And maybe I could just look up Wikipedia and do that myself. But but there's too much. Yeah. He's when I'm in the flow of the book to just, yeah, just give me a little something. Um, and so it's also pronounced John Jones. Just just so you know. Okay. I did not. I looked it up on YouTube multiple times. All right. Well, uh, according to a lot of the reviews, um, I'm not surprised that it's a big critic favorite. So the one that we have in here, Martian Manhunter is one of the best debuts from DC this year. Uh, so yeah, I fall in that uh, reader area of the 7.4 to 8 sort of thing. So, so we'll see what happens. All right. Secondly, we've got Die number one. This was out of Image Comics. Karen Gillen of The Wicked Divine is writing this. This was a story of some teenagers who get together to play a game, sort of like a a uh, fantasy Dungeons and Dragons type thing. Um, they come up lost for two years. They come back. One of them's missing. They get the die sent to them years later in, in the future, uh, and well, in the now present day, and they Sorry, get sucked was, back it, into I, the game. It was not two years. It was way more than that. Oh, I thought they. I thought when they were found, the guy was like, "You guys have been gone for two years," and then they just uh, grew up. Well, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I see some about forty something adults, and they were. Yeah, I think present day they're now forty something adults, but when they were originally. 
finally lost, they were gone for like two years. Either way, either way, they okay, were, they I, were I, gone. I, I, <laughs> okay, okay, the years were lost. It, it remains to be seen how much. Uh, okay, so this. Mm, I did not care for this, and and, like and, and this. I didn't care for any of it. I mean, and I'm, I, I, I'm as a nerd, I, I'm not poo-pooing like things like Dungeons and Dragons or Magic the Gathering or, or any things of this nature. But it was just so like they didn't. And I don't, I don't be spoon-fed a story out there. But I was like, what is going on here? And the, and the kid brought his kid sister to the party, and people were questioning that. And then you're going to love this game, and next thing you know, people are missing. But I was uncertain of which character even was missing. Yep, yep, yep. Same here. Uh, and then, and then. This I don't want to spoil too much, even though we've we've been off the air for two weeks, so it's, it's been long spoiled. But but there's no way I would keep reading this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, no way. Uh, which is a shame. I dig the writer. Like I said, I really didn't like the art though. Um, I don't even know how to describe the style to it. Uh, but it's just not. And I guess with with Kieran Gillen, I'm used to. I've been so used to the, his books with Jamie McKelvey of Wicked Divine and Phonogram and young avengers like things they've done recently that just like to veer away it was like a you know a quick splash of something else that i wasn't a fan of but yeah the story wasn't hitting home for me not a big fan of like the whole fantasy type genre like this so uh you know if you're into the, like the jumanji type feel this could be the book for you got jumanji mm-hmm. well uh which i'm told the uh, jumanji remake in the theater was quite good i have not seen that though um uh, yeah i have heard uh, the same okay well if you see it let me know all right uh, and then we've got Batman Who Laughs, number one of six. This is out of the Dark Knight's Metal Realm, um, which I believe was, am I right to say that it was Scott Snyder doing this? Yes. Yeah, Scott Snyder, um, who you know recently finished up a, a long run of Batman that he handed off to Tom King. Um, so he obviously knows the character very well. We get a, a dark look at a, an imposter Batman that's going around using guns killing people um tormenting bruce bruce figuring out that it likely is the joker so you know we're gonna get a standoff to that i think this would be great i'm not sure that i would um read this single issue by single issue i think a lot of batman stories to me have always been good as as full trades they're especially when you get to like these these darker stories like an arkham asylum uh you know the the killing joke especially things involving joker i I think batman has has classic stories that you can just sit down grab a batman book you know what you're getting you know you obviously know the characters of bruce wayne alfred joker like you know what you're getting you don't have to invest too much into it and and too much in-depth knowledge of dc or anything i think as a uh, a six issue run this will eventually be be something i would get around to to reading on like a a plane Oh, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying because I was so. This was one of those ones that we picked because we didn't have a whole lot coming out because the holiday season. Um, I'm still not sure what the what the Dark Knight Metal thing is. Me neither. I just, really. And then Taizong, you listening? I don't know anything about books, but I went into this being like, well, obviously, I like the creator, uh, and I, I'm, I'm still digging so hard. Um, white knight and when that comes back to your point i struggle with would i wait until it's done or try to read it book by book because i love that last one so good the point is this was not that and <laughs> i thought it was okay but i wasn't sure um what was happening at all in any way yeah it doesn't come off as being any any better than you know some other standard joker story and, and there's some very great classic ones so i'm not comparing it to that but you know if you need something to read sometime and you know it's a scott snyder six issue batman joker story you probably it will probably hold up just fine 
So Batman doesn't use guns. No, of course not. I mean, my God, this just <laughs> this doesn't make any. I should have known. So for next week, uh, we've got uh, even more slim pickings, and that we're going with Brady and Veronica, number one of five, a senior year, part one, summer. Brady and Veronica go where they've never gone before. Their senior year of high school. Only one school year stands between them and freedom. But when the two BFFs think they'll be attending the same college in the fall. Find out that their plans have changed, their senior year, and their friendship is put to the test. Okay, so then you you have conflicts of this magnitude come out. I mean, what do you do with this? You got to read it. Their I friendships mean, are put to the I'm test. Gonna, I, I have read. That's that's rough. They've been friends longer than me, and you have even known each other times, <laughs> times like multiple years. Uh, I mean, look, I I really do appreciate more and more how things like Riverdale and Wait for It, Sabrina uh, on Netflix have made this kind of thing. A little more uh, ubiquitous, but but that still is in on the joke, and 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 it it's made this whole thing. I'm not even sure this even happened. Kudos to somebody who thought to be like, we're gonna bring back Archie and Sabrina, who are in the same universe, by the way, and make them somehow relevant again. But it's also like naive, but allow us to judge them <laughs> through the screen, <laughs> through the screen of the book or whatever it is. Um, you know, Betty Brown got a book come out a few years ago and i'm so mad at myself for not recovering who the artist was who did the uh, artwork and the writing it was a three book run if you are trying to find it i thank you so much but if you if you are not what kind of friend are you uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know we'll see we'll see what happens and i think again the, the conflict of this is that they are not going to go to school together that's what we have uh cell phones and the internets and the facetimes and the uh you know and the skypings yeah but it was adam hughes by the way that was a great run. I rec- it's all on uh, unlimited. I it's so easy to read. Okay, perhaps I can do that as well. And the artwork is looks like legit. Yeah, very, I can see it right now. It looks pretty cool. It's very very good. So all right then. All so right. well, uh, uh, what else did you get to? A lot, man. So again, I, I mentioned before I was doing some traveling and um, you know and cat and yet also heavy drinking uh, on the travels, not in my everyday life. That's not where I'm at anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, so which, which means you have flights. Uh, so I managed to read uh, a collection called Bloodshot Salvation, Volume 1. It's by Jeff Lemire. This was a spinoff that came off a few years ago. You know, I never read a lot of Bloodshot until it was free. <laughs> but it's it, it's a really good book. It involves a guy who was experimented on. He has these things called nanites, and he's it's so hard to explain. But I got through this five book uh, first trade in like forty five minutes. That's how easy it was to read because because it was good. Next, it sucked. So I, uh, that was good. Obviously, you read Super Sons number five, right? Yes. Okay, so we this thing led off with they went in. So uh, Robin and Superboy went up, went up in this like weird fun house and met their future selves that were like of their own imagination. Yes. And then it kind of blew apart very fast, but I enjoyed the the, the meeting of your future selves. Yeah, it's kind of hoping that would last a little longer. So that, that was over. Yeah, the the tubby Superboy, which that should that should be impossible given his <laughs> given, given, given his Kryptonian physiology and anatomy. That shouldn't happen, but still cool. You know, again, this book is going to run twelve books, and we know that. I mean, unless you have intel that I do not, or are more hopeful than I am, we're not going to see these two paired together like this anymore. I doubt it. So that that that's kind of sucks. There, there's been some previews where uh, Jonathan Kent is older. That I saw in some solicitations, some through somewhere. Have you seen this? Where he's uh, he's definitely he's definitely not ten anymore. No. Well, that that, that did happen. Okay. Well, when we when you talk about um, friends of yours that throw up their hands and cry foul when a trailer comes out that they don't want to do i will say that one thing that i've gotten away from in comic book coverage is clicking on to solicitation um whenever okay. they come through the news feeds i think it's so it's already so weird that you gotta that the, sh- the shops have to order these books in advance and everything and then to just yeah. like blast out 
what's going to be in the, like I saw a headline today that was talking about a, a runaway solicitation for like issue 19. And I'm like, I don't want to know about this. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying reading this book every time it comes out. Like I don't need to know about some storyline that's like three issues away. Which, which first, first and foremost, the, uh, my friends, they, as you say that, uh, plug their ears and la 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 are no longer my friends. But, uh, I do hear what you're saying where on some level, like I have a really bad, I want to find my Christmas gifts itch. I'll never will let that go. I used, to, I used to scour the house trying to find what am I going to get. Then you find those gifts, and perhaps, hypothetically, you find ways to loosen the tape to see. Mm-hmm. Which, and then you then you do, and you're like, Christmas well, is fuck. ruined. <laughs> I, I don't get to play with this thing for three weeks or whatever it was. Um, so I guess I hear what you're saying, but, but I still – I thought I still get spoiled. So okay. there you go. Well, anyways. Uh, all right. Wicked Divine number 40. Uh, again, this book. Did, uh, yeah, you know what, though? I, I don't remember what happened. If you do, please. But I, I just – I'm so ready for it to conclude because I'm, I'm I'm getting tired of the of the convolutedness if I can – Yeah. So Ball – I can think it's Ball is hosting a concert in which that he is going to sacrifice everyone in attendance for whatever okay. – Whatever means. Um, Great. Cool. Just like you're saying, but just knowing that we only have five issues left and that something is going to go down here, like the the story is going to have to speed up and come to a conclusion here. And I'm excited to see how they do it, given that I've, you know, put in a few years here reading 40 some issues of this book that I have enjoyed. So we agree this should wrap up pretty soon, but please, please make it happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, La la la. Uncanny X-Men number four. Are you still with me on this one? I bought it and read it. Still here. So what do you think? I want your opinion. I still think I still am just enjoying the cast of characters that they have involved. You know, it's not if this was a standard, um, you know, who's, who's the standard team that's been around throughout the movie? You know, Cyclops. Uh, the Beast is in this, but he's been minor thus far. Uh, you know, I like that it's Jamie Madrock is involved. Legion, these guys that I've that we've read there, we've read some of recently. Um, the kids in the in the first that were centered on the first couple issues. There's characters that that you know are new to me that I'm enjoying seeing go through this process and you know even some of these kids are getting fed up with being told what to do and how to act as X-Men um, so you know I'm still on board with, with how this is going to shake out I still think it sucks that every like major X-Men story is just like them fighting with one another or people still have not accepted X-Men yet like <laughs> no matter how much good they may do to society everyone still hates the mutants yeah um, yeah 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 one thing I do like uh, that this book did at the end is my first question to you in reviewing this book was going to be, um, who the hell is this X-Man guy? And then okay. they told me at the end of the issue. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> like, like, thank you. So so I don't have to answer that? I mean, you can shed some more light on it if you want, but I don't, I don't know if you read that little last piece. And thankfully, I didn't skip over. But you know, when I mentioned things uh, like a, a quick teaser into Martian Manhunter, I'm a new person reading this book that has never – know nothing about this X-Man guy who, who clearly is going to have a pivotal role in the series. And you know, I, got, I read the little story of him. And then thank you for providing some, some backfill as to where he came from and a little of who he is. So I don't need – to say what it is. <laughs> but bring it up to the listeners who have not read. All right. So, okay. So here's the thing. So Cable, who is not in this book at all, is the son of um, Scott Summers, a.k.a. Cyclops, and a clone of Jean Grey, who as a baby was infected with uh, Biopocalypse, a techno-organic virus that was ruining his... He was a, like a ba- literally a baby. It, is, it, was, it was ravaging his body. So he had to go into the future, and this virus forever sort of like limited his mutant potential. X-Man is a clone of Cable, who was never infected with the virus, whose full mutant power potential 
potential was realized. So he's mega powerful because he never had to worry about having to have this virus ravage his body and also having to use his powers to keep this virus in check. That's the, that's the, that's, that's the, okay. And that's basically this. Cool. Okay. I'm down. Still here. There you go. Um, Marwan, it's number three. Also red. I'm enjoying it. I am. I, I, the only thing I, that I don't like is the art changes so dramatically, which is what happened, this is what happened with, with, with X-Men. But like, I just yeah, – that's, that's the only thing. Yeah, is that, I, I would it, agree. That it, 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 each each – each issue has a, such a flavor change. And, and uh, whereas Uncanny X-Men is sort of giving us the idea that uh, writers are collaborating, uh, Marvel Knights is saying, this book was written by this person, period. And it was drawn by this other person, and that is all. Right. But 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 I still like where we're going with this. I like it all. Yes. So we yeah, got Frank Castle still trying to piece things together. I obviously yeah. like that Scarlet Witch is now involved. Um I like how they did that scenario with he and Bruce going to see her. Um, and then next up, we've got Black Panther's going to be chiming in somehow. I like it. Yeah, I do. Me too. All right. So uh, did I ever soldier? Is that you? I did. Okay. But I'm a little surprised that you didn't breeze through and, and pick it up because this is the Kyle Higgins Winter Soldier. I was really busy. Ooh, Kyle no, Higgins yeah. of Cal fame and what, Hadrian's Wall? Uh, very good. And, <laughs> and also, that, also the, the other book that I, what's it called? <laughs> the other book that we read by him? Oh, yeah, I forget. Um, Dead Hand. No? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, so... Did we read uh, comics, though? <laughs> <laughs> so, a new take on Winter Soldier, um, as just mentioned, Kyle Higgins is writing. Um, it's hard coming back to the Winter Soldier after the last bit that I read of him being that um, Hawkeye Winter Soldier run of... It was Rosenberg that did that, right? Yeah. Because that, that was so good. And this is was back great. to... This is back to... Uh, you know, I hate to say call it... It's, it's a generic Winter Soldier type thing. There's another... Um, assassin that is that he's gonna find and potentially have to take care of and he's out on some missions and you know he goes to see tony stark and you know it's the the whole shebang i, I think it could be i'm not 100 percent digging digging what what's going on here i mean i i think i may i didn't subscribe i could pick it up again just out of respect for the writer and, and seeing where the story goes it's just uh you know hard to to just pick up right where that last incarnation of, of bucky left off so you're saying you're not digging higgin take on this this is uh, true thus far thus far okay. Okay, well, I, I just bought it, and that's because I totally forgot that it came out. <laughs> I told you I've been traveling. That's My fine. God. Okay, good Lord. Must and be so judgmental. The, the last thing that I got to beyond what we've already discussed was Umbrella Academy number three. And where I stand with this is I think I'm going to stay subscribed, but just wait till it's done and then read it all. Because I'm very I was waiting for this. this. I was waiting for this. And you haven't read? Did you even read the second one? No, I was. I was too being too busy being feeling made to feel stupid. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seems feels over my head right now, which is a shame because I love these characters. So I think it's going to give it its due. If it's going to be heavily involved and require more brain power out of me, I would prefer then to just uh, read it all in one fell swoop. Yeah, that's probably probably, probably the best. Yeah. I mean, in fact, I, given that this show's coming out, spoiler alert, on this uh, podcast, I feel like I want to read like it all. That one, I read all, read all of it, all of it, all of it, because another, another I, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to feel in any way like confused or new. I want to know what they've changed in the show because you know, they always take liberties. True. So that's what I want to know. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, shows and upcoming comic book shows, so there was a, a report and you know a, a list, the latest listicle of ten upcoming comic book adaptations you need to see. So I figured this was we, we talked a lot about TV shows. Um, 
upcoming, and this also includes some movies. So I just want to run down this list, and we can hammer out some of the, the weekly news that just coincides with it. So number 10, Deadly Class, which is coming out in a, in a few weeks. I know you're excited. Can't wait. Uh, number 9, Umbrella Academy, which we can discuss the, the first trailer having been released. Any thought? Uh, I like it. It looks cool. Uh, I, I was surprised that even Mary J. Blige got a frame or two. Yeah, throwing in some Hazel and Cha-Cha and the masks. Um well, it looks cool. I think someone who's never doesn't have never read might be like, "What the hell is this?" But uh, to those of us in the know, looks pretty sweet. I like it. Uh, Watchmen on HBO. Uh, I mean, I watch it, of course. No pun intended. Right. We've already talked about Captain Marvel. We've got Shazam on April fifth. I could take or leave it, but it seems to be like you know the joke. Uh, Hellboy April twelfth. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, Joker on October fourth. My curiosity is peaked, but yeah. I, 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 but okay. Mainly because of the people involved. Uh, Spawn. I don't know why this is number three. I'm not, especially considering there hasn't been too much news coming out of this quite yet. Yeah. Um, number two, Invincible, and on Amazon. Can't wait. And then number one is the Miller World adaptations for Netflix. Okay, so I did see some of this happening. Uh, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, because my, my curiosity about Miller World in general it makes me curious how they're going to do this. Yeah. So, is it cartoons? Is it cartoons or people? Uh, I think it's people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Full-blown people. I mean, I, mean, I, I like I like Jupiter's Legacy, and we're talking about Huck. Yes. And then also, wait a minute, I didn't even mention this. Oh, did you not read Magic Order this week? Um, I bought it and I have not read it yet. Oh my god! I'm good? sorry. I, I'm sorry to go back to this. This was a. I hope you were in a cup when you read it. So I'm saying. Ooh, okay. All right. Okay. I mean, you're I'll brace myself. Um, also, not on that list. So we've talked a lot about the Marvel shows being canceled at Netflix. However, they've got season two of The Punisher coming in January, which was which I imagine will be the last season. And at some point, they were still they're still filming, finishing up, making the Jessica Jones season yeah. three. So that will be coming yeah. out as well. So I did see today uh, that um, there is at least a two year moratorium on anybody Defenders related happening over at the Disney platform, which uh, means okay, none of the, but they did. Say Punisher doesn't count, but it does count. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, all of these things are toast, which sucks. I mean, I mean, I, you know, Netflix didn't ever release the you know the ratings and what have you, but apparently there's been some release of viewership and what have you, and there was in fact diminishing returns because not everybody could be as uh, pathetically dedicated as me and you. <laughs> and, so you know, but I, I think we can all agree, with the exception of perhaps. Iron Man season one that and Defenders as a series these were all very well made shows and uh, they have nothing to be ashamed of if they don't get picked up true you know and you meant Iron Fist not Iron Man that's what I said (laughs) oh you're such an asshole either way either way um, we've got the makers of the Dark Knight shedding some light on the Joker's pencil trick this past week. Um, I thought okay. this was going to be cooler. The one I I read it, watched like a little thing about it. Um, so it's a sleight of hand trick by a stuntman. I mean, it's still. I mean, I remember seeing it being like, ooh. <laughs> but also, whenever they slowed it down, the the addition of like the camera trick panning up. Like, because when I first read it, I was like, man, his like head was going down, and he had to wipe this thing away. But it just says he comes into scene, he pulls it off the table. And then get slammed down, which I guess quick time. Okay, I mean, give him credit. It's super crazy and scary and and whatever. But um, the camera makes it a little bit easier. Do you think that you would die through a pistol to the eye? Oh, good God! I, I would. Oh, would this just be painful? I think it would just be really painful. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah, not. That I'm, really I'm, suck. I'd probably rather yeah, die. I mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh come on! Don't say stuff like that. I, I just feel like you know, I, in, in the in the in the journey of things, I don't want to be harmed in my life. I'm going to put my eyes, my genitals, and uh, I think those 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 are the two. Like just just yes. I, just 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 they those were. two. Just those two. Um, I mean, says the guy that you know shoots me in the heart. No. Yeah. <laughs> So we've got a a first trailer for James Gunn's superhero horror movie Brightburn. Did you get okay, a chance so to watch this? I did. This looks very disturbing to me. Yeah, very much so. So it's, it's style of trailer is taken from sort of the, the basically Zack Snyder's Man of Steel. You got the farm shots, um, the cape, everything, it, but it's a a super being that uh, grows up to be a villain essentially. I don't like. Uh... Uh, children that are that are kind of slouched with masks. Well, you're not going to like this flick. Well, that's I just don't like that. <laughs> I, I I find that scary. Well, listen, I'm still I'm still down for watching the flick though. Of course, I mean, I mean, first of all, he deserves our support for being somewhat wrong for being stupidly stupid with his tweets back in the day. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that- very true. But, but by the way, this is a, a, a second sidebar. I am curious about this movie called Bird Box out of Netflix starring Sandra Bullock. It's supposed to be very scary slash, you know, kind of like uh, that movie that came out last year with uh, Emily Blunt directed by John Krasinski. What's it called? The Quiet Room? Yes, it's a quiet place. Quiet place. Iron Man, Iron Fist. Uh-huh, whatever. Yeah, here we go. So that's supposed to be scary as well. Okay. Um, Brian K. Vaughn signs film and TV deal with legendary entertainment. Uh, and this is for both film and television projects that includes adapting past and current comic series created by Vaughn, as well as all new original concept. Okay. So besides why the last man, which is already in development, what would you adapt? Um, X Machina could be cool if done well. Um, God, what else? Is, I mean, Paper Girls would be fun. Uh, I mean, we stand on guard. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Uh, The Private Eye would be good. That's you know that's that's a good pick. I see that being shot almost like Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. That could be cool. Okay. All right then. But 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 not Saga. I still can't see. I think Saga. Right now, and maybe things will be different when it's done and technology advances even more down the road. I think right now it, it could be a very awesome animated flick. Um, okay. I don't know how you pull it. I mean, I mean, they pull off all this other superhero stuff, so I imagine they could pull it off somehow. But a live action saga, I think, would be weird at the moment. Okay. Uh, and then lastly, we've got Matt Fraction to write Lex Luthor comic for DC's Black Label? Question <laughs> mark. Okay. So Matt Fraction, I guess he's been doing his own thing, right? For since he left Marvel, he hasn't really. He's had um, got what Sex Criminals, um, which is so weird. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other books that he's been doing, but he's just been out on his own doing his own thing. So it's kind of weird that he would come back to one of the big two. But um, I guess it's not a surprise that it would be like this Black Label or some other okay, some other print so, of the main uh, characters. So remind me, Sex Criminals is it when they is it when they like come that they're in Invisible or time freezes? One of, one of those happens. I think time freezes, if I remember correctly. Okay. Well, you know. Interesting guy. Listen, we love Fraction for his Hawkeye. So, uh, and yeah, earlier the, the Iron best. Fist. So, you know. The, the best. Yeah. It's always interesting to uh, to see what he's got going on. So, you know, maybe there'll be a debut review sometime in the future. Well, you know, so you, you see also that uh, he and Kelsey DeConnick got a uh, TV deal ink today as well. Oh, interesting, interesting. Well, we'll, we'll see sex criminals on TV. Uh, well, I think it'd be too gross. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think that would be like a, it has to be cartoon. Yeah. Cartoon and so much, uh, uh, you know, blurring of things. Yep. 
Yes, obviously. I'm a bit of a prude. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> Either way, we uh, we had a, a couple weeks of news to, to catch up on, and you know, quite a week it was, especially with the Avengers dropping finally and things like Umbrella Academy. So uh, the holidays. Yeah, it's the holiday season, and uh, I will see you soon. And we will be watching Venom, doing a live show, perhaps going to see into uh, Spider Verse again. So uh, you know, lots happening. Can't wait. All right. Until next time. Too many comics.com. I've been reading too many comics.